0: Hello friends, I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 19. When King Hezekiah heard this, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and went into the temple of the Lord. He sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna, the secretary, and the leading priest's all-wearing sackcloth to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. They told him, This is what Hezekiah says, This day is a day of distress and rebuke and disgrace, as when children come to the moment of birth and there is no strength to deliver them. It may be that the Lord your God will hear all the words of the field commander, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to ridicule the living God and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant that still survives. When King Hezekiah's officials came to Isaiah, Isaiah said to them, Tell your master this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard. Those words with which the underlings of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Listen. When he hears a certain report, I will make him want to return to his own country, and there I will have him cut down with the sword. When the field commander heard that the king of Assyria had left Lachish, he withdrew and found the king fighting against Libna. Now Sennacherib received a report that tir the king of Cush, was marching out to fight against him. So he again sent messengers to Hezekiah with this word. Say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, Do not let the gods you depend on deceive you when he says, Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. Surely you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries, destroying them completely. And will you be delivered? Did the gods of the nations that were destroyed by my predecessors deliver them? The gods of Gozan, Haran, Respa, and the people of Eden, who were in Tel Aser. Where is the king of Hamath, or the king of Arphad? Where are the kings of Lair, Sephar, Varim, Hena, and Iva? Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers, and he read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. Lord, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste to these nations and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them, for they were not gods, but only wood and stone, fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord, our God, deliver us from his hand, so that all the kingdoms on earth may know that you are alone our Lord, your God. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a messenger to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says I have heard your prayer concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This is the word that the Lord has spoken against him. Virgin daughter Zion despises you and mocks you. Daughter Jerusalem tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have ridiculed and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel... By your messengers, you have ridiculed the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots, I have ascended the heights of the mountains, the utmost heights of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars, the choicest of its junipers. I have reached its remotest parts, the finest of its forests. I have dug wells in foreign lands, and drunk the water there. With the soles of my feet, I have dried up all the streams of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago I ordained it. In the days of old I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass that you have turned fortified cities into piles of stone. Their people, drained of power, are dismayed and put to shame. They're like plants in the field, like tender green shoots, like grass sprouting on the roof, scorched before it grows up. But I know where you are and when you come and go, and how you rage against me. Because you rage against me, and because your insolence has now reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose, and my bit in your mouth, and I will make you return by the way you came. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant, and out of Mount Zion a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. That night, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, There were all the dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshipping in the temple of his God, his sons, Adramelech and Shazar, killed him with a sword, and they escaped to the land of Arat. Then Esarhaddon, his son, succeeded him as king. Now, friends, this is a very important chapter. In Israel's history. Because it's my personal belief that if Hezekiah and Isaiah had not prayed and had not turned their hearts toward the Lord, the Assyrians would have taken Judah at this point. This is sometime around 722 BC. And Judah was to stand from this time forward to 586 BC when the Babylonians destroyed it later. So a 140-year reprieve is given to Judah, I believe, by the prayers and faithful uh, intercession of Hezekiah and Isaiah. So Hezekiah responds to the threats of the Assyrians by tearing his clothes and putting on sackcloth and going into the temple of the Lord. Isaiah prophesies, this is what the Lord says, don't be afraid of what you've heard with the the threats from Assyria, they blasphemed me, and I'm going to make the king of Assyria go back to his own land and have him cut down with a sword. This is the word of the Lord from one of the greatest prophets who ever lived, the prophet Isaiah. So Sennacherib continues to ramp up the threats. He sends a letter to Hezekiah with more threats. Hezekiah responds in an interesting way. He goes into the temple of the Lord and spreads out the threatening letter before the Lord and prays over it and basically says, Lord, look at the words that they've sent to ridicule you and to threaten me. And so he says, Lord... Deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, Lord, are God. It's a powerful prayer. It's a powerful approach, you know, um, showing this threat before the Lord in the presence of God. And so the Lord once again responded through Isaiah. He said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I've heard your prayer concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria. And then in verse 32, he said, Therefore, This is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He'll not enter the city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. And lo and behold, friends, that very night, the Lord sent an angel. It says a single angel came to the Assyrian camp and killed 185,000 men in the camp. Now imagine this God has unknown myriads of angels, but one angel came and killed 185,000 men in the Assyrian camp. In other words, their threats all came to nothing because the living God intervened. And so this Sennacherib broke camp, he went back to Nineveh, and his sons killed him. Remember the prophecy of Isaiah. I'm going to make him return to his own country, and there I'll have him cut down with the sword. And that's exactly what happened. And so the Lord delivered Judah. Once again, my contention is through the prayers and intercession of Isaiah and Hezekiah, the Lord had a remnant in Judah that was willing to seek him and trust him for deliverance. And the Lord delivered them in a mighty way. And so, Lord, may we take Hezekiah's example of spreading threats before you and asking for your intervention. Lord, um, all of us have situations that we face that are threatening and intimidating. Some people have bills they can't pay or medical diagnosis they can't um, overcome. Whatever Whatever the threat is in paper, Lord, may we take this example and spread these things before you, trusting in you, Lord, for your help, for your deliverance, and for your intervention. And Lord, we ask that you would intervene on our behalf. In Jesus' name. You can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.